flip over your sheets. This is going to be a little bit of an intimidating session, probably a little bit of tense, but that's okay. That's how we learn these sessions. Okay, we'll read through this with you. Words with power break out. This one's called, come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. Dear group, the following two scenarios are absolutely made up. These aren't true at all. However, they represent real encounters that each of us often face. Okay, my name, this is scenario one. There's two scenarios. Scenario one, my name is Buck Trigger Ripley. Okay, I was wanting to name a kid that, but I don't think Brooke's good with that. (laughs) Buck Trigger Ripley. You don't know me from Adam, but you've been assigned to our group project for our Accounting 324 class. The group is made up of seven of your friends, and uh, not Buck's close Christian brothers and sisters. This is your close brothers and sisters in Christ. So it's basically this group, and I'm Buck. I'm entering in from the outside. I seem like a talkative fellow, so after we make a good headway on the project, we set up a time to meet next week, you decide this might be an open door for the gospel. Come at me, bro. A.K.A. seek to share the gospel with me, working as a team. Okay, there's a second scenario. We probably won't get to it. You can do it as homework later. Look at the bottom. I will give you a couple minutes to discuss this as a group before re-entering the room where you will carry out this exercise as a group. We'll then take time to evaluate the process and sharpen one another's evangelism awareness and execution. Be bold, be winsome, be Christ to these people. Sincerely, Buck, executive assistant on made-up scenarios for practical evangelism practice. That's me. Um, Sometimes we have a hard time going from these good concepts and scripture like we learned last Thursday to, how am I going to talk to this person, right? Like, I want to engage with this guy, but I don't really know where to start or how to carry out the conversation. So that's what this is practice for, okay? We will trip and fall a little bit. We'll stumble. There'll be some tense. All that's okay. Carry on with the conversation. Work as a team. No one dominates the conversation. Feel free to chip in every once in a while. All of you probably won't get to talk, but we'll all evaluate it together, okay? Any questions before we get started? Is it clear, the scenario? I'm Buck Trigger. Don't know Jesus. You don't know much else about me, but I'm in your accounting project. We've just figured it, and now's your chance. We've just finished, and now's your chance. Questions? Okay, I'm going to leave the room for a couple minutes. We're good? Mm-hmm. All right. See you in a couple. Talk it out. Is that right? Seven? Yeah. Oh, it's a little bit more than seven. It's a really big seven. Yeah. Seventeen. Fill in the blank. Phil, introduce yourself. Ask him some questions about your spiritual background. Why don't you come do that? (laughs) (laughs) Because you're the outgoing person. I'm still working on this part of it, but I'll do it. You just gotta get him going on something. Everybody interject. With Sweet. We can do that. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's remember what God has taught us. Yeah. What's yeah. on our hearts the most mm-hmm. is the Spirit's going to speak through us mm-hmm. in the best possible way. If we're trying to create a scenario, we're doing it on our own. Mm-hmm. But if, if he's like, dude, my dad beat me as a kid, I don't know how many people you know are in that situation or familiar, but it's like, that's my opportunity to speak if that's on my heart or if I can mm-hmm. relate or whatever, but... Yeah, I think we all have our strengths, so we need to know when that's our time to talk. I can get us started. So, how do we get into it? I was What I was thinking, hey, let's let's meet up this weekend and and kind of see where he goes on that. And that's what I was thinking at least. But hey, let's meet up this weekend and do that. And knowing Tanner, he's probably gonna say, hey, let's meet up Sunday. 
Yeah. We gotta remember to let him finish too. Speaking. Mm -hmm. Give him yeah. time to talk. Yeah. Game. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And our goal is to not change him, try and fix him, mm -hmm. but to allow the Lord to work through us mm -hmm. in His Maybe loving kindness. We can start. It's on a county. Like, ask yeah. him, hey, like, when does it work for you to meet up? And if he says Thursday night, we yeah. can say, nope, sorry. Yeah. But if he doesn't, like, yeah. Wednesday yeah. night, there's if all kinds of hey, nights, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey. And thanks for your help on that project. <laughs> County in 324 is tough, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. What's your name? Buck. Buck Trigger. I'm Phil. Pleased to meet you, brother. So when can we uh, all meet together and uh, kind of start going over this project? Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Mm. Next Tuesday. I think that'll work for me. That'll work for me? I've got a Bible study. There is. There's a Bible study going on at Calvary Chapel. Oh, wow. So, yeah. We'll you can't just skip that? that? No. We're going over some... Um, Pretty awesome stuff right now in scripture going through First Peter. So, yeah, I don't want to miss that. We're just starting. Okay. Well, cool. Maybe another time. Uh, Wednesday night. That's when my Bible study is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. We're actually going over James right now. Oh. Yeah. Thursday. Uh, <laughs> We're all going to that. <laughs> a bunch of Bible thumpers. Like, don't you have any free time? Seriously. Hey, Bob, what do you say? Um, we could meet before, probably, if you want to just tag along, come across, like, with us after. Yeah. Have you ever been to a Bible study or church? Did you go to church when you were younger or anything? You know, I grew up a little bit in the church, yeah. Not with mine, but I feel like I'm pretty busy these days, so, yeah, I'll think about it. Sweet, that'd be awesome. What was your experience in church life now? Tell us a little bit about that so we kind of have a feel for what yeah. experience was there. Well, I went because my parents made me go, to be honest. And uh, I like the candy I got from memorizing verses. Uh, I mean, we went Christmas, Easter, and then probably ten times in between, just kind of throughout the year, especially when things were going bad. But I don't really remember much. Uh, Jesus was a nice guy. There's a lot of moral codes in there. So it's kind of like, you know, I have this framework I try and live by because of it. But like I said, I don't really care that much anymore. So. Do, you, do you remember any of the verses you remember? Uh, yeah, I remember John 1, 1. It's like, uh, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God, yada, yada. You know what that means? Uh, not a clue. Not a clue. Does anyone know what that means? Well, I know that. I mean, when you look later in that verse, it's talking about it's talking about Jesus. Hmm. You know, the whole Bible is about Jesus. Um, you might, you probably know that. No, I just thought the parts that said gospel were. Okay, okay, but that that verse is talking about how Jesus is is God. Hmm. He was before the world was created. Jesus, he created God. The world. Yeah, that's what he said. Well, he said that he was one with God. What do you think about that? A man knew he was a nice guy. You know, I have an uncle that I always kind of thought, like, if Jesus was here, that's what he'd be like, super nice, you know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I didn't know he said he was God. Yeah, well, I went to church as a kid, too. My parents took me, so and I went to a lot of churches, Lutheran, different churches, and I saw all the stuff, and I thought that's what made me better. So I went. So I played along. I still went through high school and stuff. 
I had sin inside me, and I couldn't get rid of it. And so that's what tore me apart. And I'm just assuming, man, that you've got a little bit of that inside you where there's something in you you can't get rid of. There's something in you. And no matter how much church or how much Bible you memorize, it's not going to fix you. And that's what the Word of God was talking about, Jesus Christ, why he said he was God, is because he's the only thing that can possibly save you it's not going to church. In fact, he spoke against the people that were so religious in their church practice that they were missing the point. So Jesus came for people like you and me and probably a lot of us that, that went to church thinking that was going to fix us. But instead, he came to say, you know, I am the only way and I will take all your sin. You know, you just have to trust and follow me. Well, man... I'm stoked he's uh, taking my sin stuff, but I don't really feel like I'm that bad. I mean, I know I'm not perfect, right? Nobody is, but uh, yeah, I'm glad he's willing to take my sin, I guess. Buck, so kind of like Aaron was saying, he said that Jesus is the only way. So that kind of makes it so that there's two camps. There's Christians and there's non-Christians. And so if you're if you're not following Christ and we're not putting our life that direction, then we're in the other camp of being non-Christian and growing up in in church a little bit, do you probably believe that there is a heaven and a hell? I believe there's a heaven for sure, but I'm not convinced to hell. Not convinced so. to hell. Well, by Jesus saying that he is the only way, that you're either in one camp or the other. Like for me, I grew up in a Methodist church and it was really easy to have this kind of a gray gray area of, okay, I can kind of ride the fence a little bit and I can either be, I can kind of say I'm Christian but I can kind of still do what I want to, but in, in reality, there's one camp or the or there's the other, there's the Christians and there's the people that are going to follow Christ and then there's the people that, that aren't and those people are going to fall away at some point and they are going to die at some point like all of us will. Um, would you kind of agree, kind of like everyone was saying, that you have sin in your life? Do yeah, you know I would. What sin is? Uh, I mean, I remember the preacher should talk about it sometime, but I didn't really... Yeah. I, I'm, I would say I'm a Christian. Like, aren't we all... Christians, I, I grew up going to church too, I'd still say, you know, I'm hip with Jesus, I tweet about that stuff. I mean, oh, I mean, cool. I'm sorry, my apologies. Oh, I'm sorry, what's up? No, I mean, I, I grew up Catholic, and, you know, I always called myself a Christian, and it took uh, a lot of years and a lot of sin before it finally, you know, landed on me what true Christianity actually means. And that's putting your faith in Jesus Christ and taking up your cross and realizing that your good works can't do it. Your good works can't earn you into heaven. What kind of church did you go to? Uh, I was Catholic. Catholic, yeah. Buck, what's your understanding about God? Like, Who do you see God to be? You know, he's nice. Uh, again, didn't know Jesus was God. If he is, like you guys say he is. Uh, Grandfatherly, pretty cool. Uh, just always there for me when I need him. I go to him. I think especially like <laughs> counting three twenty-four. Right? So I pray about stuff like that. Well, the Bible says that God made the heaven, like all of the world, the whole universe, and He made you as well. Um, but God is perfect, and so like it means He's holy, and like he's never done anything bad. Um, and he made people also to be perfect. 
and in his image, uh, to be just to be like him. Um, but then, they, then humans decided to disobey him, and therefore, um, because they disobeyed him, he separated. Uh, he separated them from himself, um, and so that like before they had perfect like they could. Um, I guess talk to one another and have fellowship with one another, but because they disobeyed, and that's where sin entered. And since that time, uh, every person who walked this earth, except for Jesus, was a sinner. And so the issue at hand is that God is not just a nice person and a grandfather person, but He's perfect, and you are not perfect. And so the issue that's at hand is that something has to happen for you to be able to come to him and even uh, talk to him. Um, and that's where Jesus comes in, where he paid the price for all the sins that you committed. And when you say about paying the price, what does that mean? Well, when Jesus, Jesus, like we said, was God, um, and he came to this earth and lived a perfect life, he never sinned or did anything bad. And then uh, he was killed by uh, by the Jews. I guess he talks about it in the Gospels. Um, but he, since he lived a perfect life, and he was the Son of God, he fulfilled all of God's commands to be perfect. And so, therefore, uh, because he did that, and then. He took upon himself all of your sins and uh, died for them, so that if you believe in him for the forgiveness of your sins, because he died for them, then uh, you can receive eternal life and live with God forever. Because it also says in Hebrews that uh, without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness of sins. Somebody had to die to God, or yes, to fulfill God's holy standard that we would be perfect. And, and John, can I add something on that? Um, if you think about, um, you know, like we've said a couple times that Jesus is God, I mean, he claimed that really clearly. And and if you think about your sin, maybe, maybe you don't realize how big the deal that is. Um, but but when Jesus said, I'm the way and the truth and the life, he said, there's, there's only one way that you can be saved. It's through my sacrifice. Um, and if it took the Son of God to pay for your sins, that's a big deal. If you think about it. If it took God himself to pay for it, nothing else could do that. Um, that's a big deal. And that's something we really need to think about. You really need to think about. We, we live in light of that. We're... That's that's why we are believers is because we're we needed forgiveness and he gave us forgiveness. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess in part, you know, I, I don't really see why Jesus uh, had to die. I mean, I don't, like like you said, we're not perfect. Jesus was perfect, but I mean, why is God such that he would make someone die? Can you know? Can you just be like, it's okay, Tanner. Uh, it's okay, Buck. <laughs> Can he just do that? It's a 
Well, he's he's the righteous judge, and when you get right down to it, I mean, think of you know, think. Do you love your mother? Of course. She's my mom. What if somebody, what if somebody killed your mom? Went before a judge, and the murderer came up to the judge and said, "Look at all these great things I've done. You should excuse me murdering this woman because of all the great things I've done." You know, what kind of righteous judge would say, oh, yep, you've done them. You've done good things. You can just go. Somebody had to pay for your sins, for my sins, for all of our sins. God is the righteous judge. Well, fellas, ladies, thanks. Uh, didn't imagine a accounting project would go this way. <laughs> um, but I'm going to have to think about this. It's only because of love, man, because we would love yeah. my God. We didn't deserve any of it. We're so imperfect that we're not elevating ourselves above you, but we we just want you to know. We want you to be in on this awesome secret, this truth that saved us, that has made us new. We're new creations. We're not going back to our old selves. We have life ahead of us, life abundant in Christ. We get to know him, be with our creator when we die. We get to see love and love people like he loved us. We're always telling you this because we love you. We don't want you to think that we're ganging up on you. Whatever. And Buck, he makes a great point. And not all this is just to throw a Bible at you, so you're just like, oh, I guess I can believe in this stuff so I can go to heaven and not be damned to punishment. But it's a lot further than that. It's the love and grace of God. That's the direction he was going to. And in the Word of God, it says... Um, the evil one came to steal, kill, and destroy. But I came so that you may have life in abundance. So not only did he come to make you right with himself, he came to you so you could have the best life that anyone could offer you. So therefore, it's not just, you know, you can't live like this or you're damned. It's you should be urged to live like this because it's the best way for yourself. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. Ready, break. <laughs> Back to reality. Okay, we have a few minutes here. Great job. Uh, it's not easy, is it? But it's good. It's not easy to play off of one another. It's not easy to have this conversation, but good job working at it. Let's talk about some things that you feel like went really well. Give me some of those things. Man, I'm glad we did this or said this or I'm glad this happened. What are some of those things? It's all good. Just the like transition between people, between different subjects. Sure. Or between... Uh, either discussing that God created you or then going towards um, sin is a big problem. Mm-hmm. I that one really was switching between people. Okay. You can't Good. remember who asked, but someone was asked you, do you know what sin is? Because most people are just kind of like, you know, you're just like making a mistake here and there. And it's, so that was good. It's like rebellion against God to make sure that they know. Like, you can, you know, explain to them, like, you keep telling them over and over, there's a problem here, there's a problem here, but if you don't tell them what the problem is, you know, they're not going to care. Sure. So. Good. What else? What else went good? I liked how people brought up uh, relatable material. So, like, he said he grew up in a Catholic church, mm-hmm. and this scenario, like you did. So, just relating to the person. Good. I heard some testimony incorporated in there. It was mm-hmm. helpful. Good. What else? Just a spiritual background, <laughs> knowing where you were coming. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's important. Okay, let me hi- highlight some of the things I thought went well. 
I would agree with what you're saying. A lot of evangelism is discernment, right? So we have the gospel message, but you need to understand who Buck is. Like I grew up in the Catholic Church, and I threw some things in there that would help you understand what my spiritual background is. But I thought you could have dug a little bit deeper into my understanding. I didn't get sin. I really need to understand that. I really need to have that fleshed out for me. Okay, So that was good. Um, what else was good? I thought your idea was creative at the beginning to just help me uh, transition into talk about the Lord. I saw what was important in you guys' life right away. It was the Bible and it was Bible studies. <laughs> that was a little bit of throwing caution to the wind. Yeah. And I think if you're going to have a conversation, uh, it doesn't have to be just here it is, but it's helpful to, to not tiptoe into stuff. Okay, I don't, I don't think that's helpful. Uh, people can sniff a a wimp when they're trying to have a conversation. So it's good just to enter boldly into a conversation. Okay, Let's talk about some things that didn't go well. I wish we would have said this. I wish this would have happened. Let me hear from some of you who didn't uh, get a chance to talk in the main talk. What went well or, or uh, excuse me, what would you have done differently? Or what, how do you want to take that conversation farther? I think one thing that we miss is when you asked about, you know, what about Jesus' death? What difference that makes? Mm-hmm. There's two things. One was it didn't hit on the resurrection and what the resurrection means um, in the gospel. And then also on, um, also looking like, so we need, God needs to see us in perfection for our order and us to be in his presence. So to, Jesus had to die so he could look at us through Jesus and he was the perfect sacrifice. So. Good. So the resurrection, potentially missed opportunity there. Good. What else? It's more of like a description of when you asked, like, why. Why can't he just like say it's okay, you know, like about your sin? Because and someone had mentioned like, well, he's like a righteous judge, but never went into the fact that he's holy and separate from sin. Mm-hmm. Like, and he can't be, he's not a part of any of that. Sure. And so there had to be an atonement and a little bit deeper into that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Which sure. <clears throat> yeah, I think that was one thing that could have been an episode one because I don't think Buck totally understood like, okay, what was his sin? Yeah, yeah, everybody kind of sins, it's kind of thing we do. <clears throat> and then I think. One thing too also would be to know is like what is Buck living for right now? Like because mm-hmm. finding out why are you here in college? Why are why are you going through? And I think a lot of that is because that there's a motive behind that. And so good, good, some meaning of life. Yeah, good. What else? I think too we never got. Um, so we talked about the character of God a little bit. Um, we didn't scripture at all, and I think that. Not that you, I think with someone who's been familiar in the church, like I really liked, I don't know who it was, but we're like, what verses did you learn in Awana? And like, yeah. I had the Thanks, exact <laughs> Like bringing that back. You didn't that say familiar. it, I was the one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just good. recognizing like the law of God is written yeah. on their hearts. And so That's right. and that was something that you could recall. Yeah. Um, right. But at the same time, like you talked a little bit about the character of God, but yeah, you didn't understand your sinfulness and need for Christ. We went to Christ's sacrifice and atonement, but since you didn't understand your sinfulness, the atonement didn't mean anything. Okay. So Good. we'll be going back through the Ten Commandments. You bet. I, I think I think it was hard to like. I think some of it was a little bit disjointed, like one one topic and then a completely different. Like I don't know. I, 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 sometimes yeah. I felt like it went both. Sometimes it's like, yeah. like mm-hmm. well, where did we get here? And like, mm-hmm. It's not easy, is it? Kind of play on each other, and you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed that with myself. Like I, 
almost like wanted to think had there and then be like, no, but what about this? Yeah. And mm-hmm. letting someone actually finish their thought. Good. You know, and maybe mm-hmm. trying to make it so it makes sense to you so it's not just a bunch of different <clears throat> theological things being thrown at you. Sure. So you don't have to do that. Sure. Let me talk about some things I'd love to see you guys do. Uh, gather more information on my life. The idea of grace didn't come up yet. The idea of repentance didn't come up yet. Uh, since I'm a professing believer, and since I don't realize the gravity of sin, you guys picked up on this. What can you do to help someone realize the gravity of sin? Good, the law. You can use the ten or you can use the two. Okay. The other thing you can do is pray. I want to encourage you to stop. Uh, don't stop the conversation, but in your mind, just go, Lord, would you use your spirit really to convict this person of sin right now? Your spirit convicts of uh, righteousness, uh, judgment. And so pray for that. Okay, I'd love to see you go back to the person and work of Jesus Christ. Great job hitting on the person of Christ. Jesus said he's God. Uh, what he did could be defined in more simple terms for me. We're used to using a lot of language that's... Uh, it's good, but it's hard to understand for someone who has a liberal church background like Buck. Okay, uh, what else? You guys is <clears throat> you guys did a good job of bringing up scripture. Uh, I would have liked to seen you do that more. You don't even have to. You don't even have to cite a reference every time. Okay, if the law of God is written on their heart and your conversation, your words are oozing with scripture, that's a good thing. Uh, also, I would want to encourage this person, Buck. Is he thinking about this week? Uh, you want him to really count the cost, Buck. If what we're saying is true, then you really do need to think about this. And uh, I would also love for you to see as we wrapped up the conversation. I said it's time to go. Respect that. Respect this time to go and say, you know what, Buck? I, can I visit with you some more about this sometime? In fact, it would be even cool if I grabbed your number. I'd love to take you out for coffee. Or if I could pick you up for the ride to a church for Cross Life, I'd love to do that. Um, so let this be a catalyst to the conversation. Don't let it be the end of the conversation. If the conversation doesn't go as well, you can write your name down, your number, and give it to him. The ball's in his court a little bit more. But I would even want to, since the conversation went fairly well, uh, there wasn't that many hiccups, uh, get his number. Get in touch with him. So much of evangelism is making a contact. And then be in touch. Don't be obnoxious, but be in touch with that person until they're like, hey, uh, I'm really not interested anymore. Okay. Good. Any questions before we finish up? There's lots more we could talk about. Be encouraged. I hope this puts some air under your wings into, how do I do this? We can't cover every circumstance. Uh, As you go home, look at scenario two. You're talking to your cousin Ralph.